This is a Skeptic Frog production. Everybody, be sure to listen all the way to the end for a bonus scene that I added into the end of this one. Uh, beyond that, enjoy the episode. Air. Water. Earth. Fire. With the cards dealt, the pieces set, and the wheels beginning to turn, the White Lotus now more than ever has to face their own reflection as both worlds watch in anticipation for what will come of the Avatar's return. Previously on Dice Benders. What happened in a public sitting? We're still trying to figure that out. How we did not see Dante playing both sides. Well, if anybody should have seen it, it should have been me. But now I just gotta live with that. June's missing, and there are things outside the White Lotus. There's a rustling in the canyon. You hear as this I'm uh, sorry, claw what? comes over and strikes you. You guys look deeper into the canyon. And you see a figure standing there. June, is that you? Come on, Jaeger. Let's make sure Aiden don't get hurt. I got a bad feeling about this. Hi, Val. I'm connected to the Avatar. It is always a pleasure in seeing you. How have you been? So you guys find yourself face to face with a good bit of distance between y'all with this mysterious figure and they just stand in the distance. The moonlight is uh, trickling off of a, a small puddle over on the corner and showing on all of your faces, giving a nice uh, silhouetted face and long shadows to the side. And they just look at you Interesting to see you, Jaeger Asmund, in this current state. Hey, you don't get to say my full name. That's illegal. I suppose we've reached a moment now when you might be wondering who I am. Yes, very much so. I have been watching you for some time. Jaeger Asmund, Kevin Zaspera, Taro, even though she is not here. I want to congratulate you. Taro? No, her real name is Rina Yamamoto. Ah, ah. The hair on the back of my neck is, is rising. Aiden isn't letting his guard down, but he is... It seems like you know a little bit about us, but you have a set of spinach as we don't know anything about you. I am the water that flows through its stem. And he bows and he says, I am more Dawn. Mordon of the Red Lotus. Ooh. Do I, I... I would recognize that, wouldn't I? Oh, for sure. But if you want, you can roll a history check. I know Jaeger and Kevin would both know Red Lotus. That's yeah. something that you guys would have classes about. Okay. Seven plus... Three is ten. Uh, yeah, you've heard of it. Now, you don't know, like, the inner workings or anything like that. You don't know the level of knowledge that these two would, but you've definitely heard of it. Can I roll to see that I haven't heard of this particular individual? You have not. Thank you. But they just bow, uh, raise their head back up, and say, I have been watching you guys ever since the events of Beilong. And it was encouraging to see the talents that you possessed. I come not as an enemy, but rather to help throw a wrench into this little game. Um, this sounds like you three have some personal business to discuss, and as such... Unfortunately, Aiden Asher, I apologize, for you were never meant to be here. This was never your story. The airbender that was assigned to them to help them was defeated by a negligence of their character. And he gestures to the other members. As well as to a negligence in their own self-care. Unfortunately for you, Aiden Asher, 
you are taking the place of Yang of the Southern Air Temple in this moment. I'm so glad you get to make that determination. Yes. There was a lot planned for him, the connection to the spirit world and such. But that is neither here nor there anymore, is it? Well, it sounds like somebody screwed up then, huh? So why should I get involved when it could likely result in my death? Frankly, I do not care if you do. You are not part of our plans, just as much as Yang cannot be a part of it anymore. So he looks back over to Jaeger and Kevin. He says, I come offering you an answer for one simple thing in return. What's the catch? I know where the Avatar is. Kevin Zasper. Which one? I know where your dear love Freya resides, Jaeger Asmund. I grip up on my axe. And I know Rina Yamamoto can help you find her. She is friends with the one who has something for you. And Kevin Zaspera, you may want to see your mother before it's too late. What exactly is going on? What's going on is an imbalance. And what's also going on is a lack of direction. You are told to head to the White Lotus Headquarters, this is true. But that's throwing things out of balance. There's a story that must be told, and you are heading in the wrong direction. For us, anyway. So what exactly does the Red Lotus want? We want balance back. We want order to return. And you possess an ability to work in a degree that we will not be able to. As such, I offer answers. And in return, I want something from you. And that is? I want Ishmael. And uh, both of you roll me religion checks. Alright. 17 plus 1, that is an 18. Alright. Kevin... You, through your extensive research, I don't even want to say extensive, you just through research, you like to study and learn things. I'm a nerd. Yes, you are a nerd. And through your nerdum, you have found that name correlates with a spirit. With an 18, you also know a little bit about it, even though you you never directly started researching the spirit, you know this much. It is a seer spirit. So he just looks at you both for a moment and says, Bring me Ishmael, and I'll tell you where the Avatar is. Jaeger starts approaching this um, more more butt-cheeks person and says, Listen, you don't get to drag me out of my tent butt-naked and start demanding things. Jaeger, Asmund, you were the only one that dragged yourself butt-naked out of the tent. No, that was your fault. I saw it. And he smiles and starts walking closer to you as well. So if you don't... So if you're not here for a fight, you want to give us information for this hocus-pocus thingy that I don't even know is real? What makes you think we have them? Or it, or whatever it is. Because you have a tie to it. You have Go of the Western Air Temple. And you have Valahalaru. Oh yeah, now that I think about it, I think they're in my sack in my tent. I'll be right back. I want to ask, what is Jaeger doing at this moment? Is he, like, still walking forward, or has he stopped? Oh, he's gonna keep pressing on until, like, in in, in this person's face. Yeah, okay. And they continue to press on as well. And they say, well, isn't that convenient then? That will mean I won't have use of you, doesn't it? Jaeger, Esmond. You don't get to use me at all. Jaeger, I want you to roll me initiative real quick. Okay. Oh damn, I was about to do something. Got an 18. They got a dirty 20, Jaeger. Disgusting. This isn't going to be good for you. Okay. They get to act first. So what they're going to do, they're going to spend five of their chi. That's a lot of chi. And instantly make you fail a wisdom save as you stand frozen. Wow. 
walk up to you, put their hand on your head and one other hand on your chest. Oh. And they just look at you as you're frozen. And then he turns to face Kevin and says, Now you see I was growing bored of the way that you guys were moving around in this world without sight, without knowing what your purpose is. To be quite honest with you, the plan was never intended for me to speak with you at all, but I like a little chaos. And he turns and smiles at you, Jaeger. So if this is going to be the way to encourage you to follow me, then so be it. He will spend five more of his chi, and I need you to roll me a constitution save. This is going to have to be with disadvantage, and that is because you are under his control at the moment. 17 plus 2, 19. Very good. And that is exactly his DC. In this moment, Jaeger, as he presses his hands against you, you stand frozen and you can't control your movements. And you almost hear this low hum in your ears. You start to feel a blockade. You start to feel the gates to your bending closing. Oh. You feel like it is being locked away behind a door that you wouldn't be able to open. But through sheer will of butt cheek alone, you yes. maintain your concentration and your strength, despite not even having a power in your body. Your one left butt cheek clinches just hard enough for you to not let that door close. Oh. And Mordon looks at you, smile grows even wider, and says, interesting. You have more will than I thought, Jaeger Esmond. You want us to help you, yet you're threatening us. You chose the threat. You chose to put his hands on him. Do you wish for the same, Kevin Zaspera? The only thing I want to know is what is going on and why does it involve us? I have already told you these things. Yeah, and I'm still sensing another motive from you. My motive is very clear. I want Ishmael. Wait, Red Lotus, are you the guys that sleep with their mothers? I'm sorry, what? I mean, that's the rumor I heard that you got your butts whooped by Cora, the leave, because you were busy sleeping with your mothers. Aiden Asher, you, you know, I, I just kind of want to understand, you know, if you're an organization. Well, should I call you what? Hanam Tasu? You see, I've been playing this little game with you for a while now. I have information on you as well. Your poor friend may be cast into a war because of the actions that are being taken as we speak. I wonder if these actions have anything that you guys have been a part of? Actually, Kevin Zaspera, it is the actions of the White Lotus. All why the more would, reason we Why want would we order. start a war with- Have you not already? I mean, technically, I'm not mistaken, your job is to stop them, I think. Our job is to protect the Avatar. You did a fine job of that in trying to kill the Avatar, didn't you, Kevin Zaspera? You mean Which the, is what the makes same me believe... Avatar that tried to uh, burn the Congress, uh, the Council? Yes, a corrupt Council. Do you not see the flaws in your design here? Uh-huh. Exactly how the Avatar, that's supposed to be eight years old, is 16? Don't you want to find out? As nosy as as I may be, I I don't care for the knowledge that badly. That is unfortunate for you. I mean, am I able to talk while frozen? You can talk, you just can't move. I can? They have complete control over your body in everything except for movement, and apparently that left butt cheek. <laughs> that one got clapped the hardest by his father. That was bad. Why did I describe it like that? 
So, he does remove his hands from you, Jaeger, and he goes, You may continue to do the actions that you have been, Kevin Zaspera. The only thing it will bring is more strife to this world. There are more nations here that have witnessed your actions. And as he's saying all this, he's reaching into his clothes. And I reach towards my, uh, my water scans, ready. And he pulls out a little jar. And you I'm see, pretty much having a water bolt ready to go. Are you shooting at him right now? Yeah. Oh. Alright, roll into initiative. All of us are her. You said initiative? Or him. 21. 21. That's good. My bad. 22. All right. He still gets to go first. You are. They all are. They all are still in initiative. So 22. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going to use your reaction, Jaeger, to get in the way of that bolt. Kevin, roll to see if you hit Jaeger. Okay. That is going to be... Does a 25 hit him? Yeah. It hits Jaeger, yeah. Roll for damage. Okay. I don't. I don't think uh, Kevin's comprehending what's happening. No. And how much health do you have, Jaeger? Uh, do you want an exact number, or do you want me to be vague? On a scale of one to ten. Three On a damage. Scale of one to ten. I'm at five. Wait. What did you say? Three damage. Three. Yeah. Okay. All right. You use water bolt. Mm-hmm. How many dice did you roll? Two d8. I roll a one on one d8, and I roll a two on the other one. All right. That's my thing. Shitty die. So you hit Jaeger for three. Ah, sure. Yeah, you haven't been hearing me the whole time. I'm sorry, there's too many voices going on. I can't... So, Jaeger, Jaeger, you feel your your blood pull you in the direction to be in the way of that water bolt. You get hit by it, and uh, you see Mordon just smiles at you, Kevin, and says, Do you want to do this? Right now, the only thing I see is an enemy. All right, and he raises his hand, and Jaeger, he uses your movement on your turn because you got an 18, right? Yeah. Okay, he uses your uh, your movement, oh. moves you over to Kevin, and take a swing for me. Okay. I rolled a four. Roll again. You have extra attack. Okay, that's a seven. What is your um? What are your uh, pluses? That's your proficiency bonus plus your strength. Oh, okay, yeah, so it's five. Okay, so the first one is nine. Then this mm-hmm. one's seven, eight, nine, eight, 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 twelve. Okay. Neither one of them hit. He then has you use your bonus action fire bullets. Okay. And all three attack Kevin. So that would be 14, nope. a nine, and a 19. The 19 hits. He has you use your reaction to do extra heat on that one that hit. So that would be three plus one, four, four damage. Four damage on Kevin. So, Aiden, as you're standing there, you see Kevin whip out a water bolt. Mordon push Jaeger in front of it to get hit by it. And then Jaeger rush forward, takes a couple swings at Kevin. Kevin's sitting there getting swung at by his friend, so he's moving out of the way, not wanting to get hit by this, obviously. But then gets three uh, bullets fired at him from Jaeger's hand, and one finally does eventually hit. He just couldn't keep dodging everything. Quick but luckily, question. he was able to move just enough to not get hurt too bad. Quick question to you. Mm. Fire bullets is a range attack, right? Because yeah. he did melee with the axe. That's what I was axing. Are you saying because, like, that would mean that he would have to roll at disadvantage? Yeah, that's a, those are range <laughs> the attacks. The one time you finally decide to say something about it. Is it disadvantage all the time? or is Only it when a... you're in melee range. Okay, I didn't. So go ahead and roll that so other one, the bad. one that did hit. Go ahead and see if that would still hit. Okay. Are you kidding? That's a nat one. Good, so it doesn't hit. Kevin doesn't get hurt. Does that mean Thanks I shoot for... myself? Uh, sure. Okay, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll accept that. You will take that? You'll take that four? Is he still going to do extra heat on me, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's going to be five damage on me. Okay. You're still up? Yeah. It's okay. not looking good, though. What is Aiden typing the chat? During the... Uh, no, I had asked if I could do something um, when uh, 
but it wasn't a reaction thing. Never mind. So I couldn't do it. As such, uh, can I um, mark at the silent this guy, and then after I see um, the fight between Kevin and uh, uh, Jaeger, I want to use Deafen on the the guy. Roll for initiative. Twenty-three. Jaeger was initiative eighteen. Which means 23 is going to happen soon. I just re-rolled a new one, 13. <laughs> of course. Okay. That means it's your turn. So bonus <laughs> action, Mark of the Silent, and then what? Uh, Deafen on that guy, which he needs to... I know that makes no sense. Uh, he needs to make a constitution statement throw or be deafened for the duration of one minute. Okay. Constitution? Yes, and he's looking to beat a. He's looking to beat a twelve. Okay, that shouldn't be too hard for him. Right. Yeah, he got a thirteen. It was close. Actually. All right, he's not deafened, but he is marked. Yes. That was your action. Your bonus action. Is there anything else that you want to do? I am gonna run up and get within melee range of him. Okay. With my fans out. Okay. So you. You shoot out um, a. What does deafened look like? It for the listeners. Um, you guys, uh, the listeners, if you would like to imagine, uh, Aiden sends a puff of pressurized air that infiltrates the um, enemy's or this man's ear and begins to put pressure on the inner ear canal which doesn't work. He got them glutinous eardrums. And then you guys watch as Aiden unsheaths his fans and runs towards the enemy. It's his turn next. It's Mordon's. Still in control of Jaeger, he turns to you, Aiden, and he only has Tinchi left. But that is just enough for a plan that he has. He's just gonna look at you, Aiden, and say, I suppose, Aiden Asher, that you want a part to play in this. I just don't want somebody innocent getting hurt, and you're hurting innocent people, so... He spends 5 chi on you. You automatically fail the check to be bloodbended. Mm-hmm. He then is going to spend the last of his 5 chi and place his hands on you, the same way he did for Jaeger. Mm-hmm. I need you to make a constitution throw. Mm -mm. With disadvantage. Nope. Can we say I passed automatically? <laughs> Alright. Where's Milo when I need him? Oh, thank god. 18 plus, um, 3. 18 plus 3. Oh, disadvantage. Tickle. 14 plus 3, 17. Jaeger and Kevin. No. Jaeger no, no. pushing hard to look. No. No, no, no. No, no. No, no. Mordon's hands are on Aiden's head and chest as he closes his eyes and looks down. Aiden trying to fight back. The inside of your body, Aiden, you feel something within you slam shut. Imagine your chakra behind a door. Imagine that door close and a key lock the door, sealing it as the room around you goes dark. And as you are pulled out of a long tunnel way, Aiden, you don't have your bending anymore. You're going to dice jail. He still has <laughs> you in his control, looks at you, Kevin, and says, none of this would have happened if you hadn't attacked. So hasty, just like your father. He grabs that bottle that he had before. Inside it, you see just like a glowing blue, uh, think like a firefly bouncing in the, in the glass. He moves the bottle over to the side and you see this tiny prick just kind of appear in the air, like nearby him, about the same level of his chest. And then it begins to expand and pulsate, opening a portal somewhere. He begins to step away, turns back to you, Kevin, and says, bring me Ishmael, and I'll get you the Avatar. 
For the Avatar uh, is the only one that can help your new friend. And he steps through the portal, and it shuts. Aiden and Jaeger, you guys now have control over your bodies again. God, I hate bloodbenders. No, 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 no. I immediately attempt to airbend. Nothing happens. No, 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 no. I try Blood again. bending is rare. Extremely rare. Ah, no, this ain't happening! Oh, what? What? So does this mean we win re redemption by default? Uh, no. It means we hunt down this bastard and make him fix you. Well, we gotta find this Ishmael creature thing. If Ishmael can give oh, Aiden his powers back. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have gotten involved. I mean, Aiden, you're an idiot. You should have just walked away. The White Lotus are nothing but trouble. But no, you had to get involved. And Jaeger, you're seeing this breakdown that Aiden is having, and you can't help but think in the back of your head, oh, that could have been me. That would have been me. Uh, Aiden is on the ground, like, furiously shaking. We are going to help you. You guys hear footsteps behind you. It's not running or anything, just walking. And through those footsteps, you also hear Taco. Aiden! Yo, Aiden! You over there? Where are you? I'm here, Taco. And you start to hear those footsteps speed up as Taco and a couple of the um, referees get there. They see Jaeger with his axe out in front of Kevin uh, and Aiden on the ground. Fans... Uh, at my side? Dropped, yeah, fans <laughs> dropped at your side. Bloodbender. The airbenders look and they say, a bloodbender? Red Lotus. It's at uh, that moment I grab my fans and get off the ground. Put them Taco. away carefully. And Taco will help you out. I turn and face Kevin and Jaeger. Anger on my face. I walk up to Kevin and smack him in the face as hard as I can. As hard whoa, as you can. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You slapped who? Kevin. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Roll to see if you hit Do Kevin. Do I need to remind you that you could have been coming down here by yourself? When even he said he didn't even need you? Nine. What do you think he would have done? Okay. So, so it sounds like you go to you go to slap, but Jaeger recognizes that and catches your hand before it hits Kevin's face, and then he says all that. You'd be dead if we weren't even here. You're lucky to still be alive. Now, if you want to get your bending back, we can. Should never you need to stop taking involved. it out on the people who try to help you. And I throw his hand to the side. And I walk up to my tent. How are you feeling? Go to hell. And I walk away. I was talking to Jaeger, not you. I was Jaeger. still saying it out loud. And, and, and Taco um, comes up to you, uh, Aiden, and begins walking off with you. Uh, Jaeger and Kevin, you guys are walking back to your tent. Uh, Kevin asks how you're feeling. Why is it every time, every time there's a big bat in front of us, we just let him get away every time? There is more to this. Why the hell he knows so much about us? He's obviously watching. Or he's got people everywhere. I don't know. I don't really care. But if he thinks we're gonna give him whatever he wants, he's really mistaken. And he knows what the Avatar is. I bet he probably the one that trained the Avatar to begin with. He already told us it was Dante, and we already want him dead anyway. Now it looks like we had to save Dante, just so he can fix uh, Aiden. I thought that Ishmael could help Aiden. Aiden. Ishmael is a seer. This Ishmael, this this Ishmael uh, entity. Uh, we find that person. Obviously, they want him. Yeah, so, they do. So that makes that. That makes Ishmael a target. Yeah, it's... So if they're always watching us, is it reasonable to think that we'd just be leading them straight to him? Probably so. Uh, this is annoying. Yep. So cold out here. Maybe if you take that blanket and wrap it around yourself, you'll be, you'll be feeling better. 
I don't see how a leg strap's gonna keep me warm, Kevin. I just, I just stop, look at Jaeger, Jaeger, go to sleep. <laughs> Cut over to Aiden. You guys head into your tent. Um, the whole time, Taco trying to hear, like, catch the story that you tell him. Uh, when you guys get to the tent, he closes the, the fold. He goes, so let me get this straight. This not-June person was saying that he ha- he has the Avatar? I honestly don't understand that. I, I, don't, I don't come to claim to understand the politics of the Avatar and the Lotus, red or white or green, purple, yellow, whatever color organization they claim to be. All I know is that one Lotus took my bending and the other one owes me my bending back. I should not have gotten involved. Doesn't the Avatar have an ability to, like, energy bend? Well, that's why it seems I have to travel with the White Lotus so that they can help me track down this Avatar so that they can restore my bending so that way I can go about my life the way I have been. It's an inconvenience. Right. They claim to be an organization that helps, but where were they in Amashi? Anyway, so I apologize, but it looks like we have to forfeit this year. Yeah, we don't have any backups. He shakes his head out of whatever thoughts he was in and grabs you by the shoulders and says, It was great having you here. It sounds like your story is going to be told somewhere else now. I guess it's for the best. I mean, I'm not used to settling down. I left a moss shoe years ago and only got here not too long ago. I'll keep in touch with you, Taco. And maybe when I come visit, you know, we can pick up the uh, iron fish, iron cobra fish. That would be awesome. I'm gonna go to bed now. I should probably go apologize. I think that's fair. They were trying to help. They didn't do it the way you needed them to. That doesn't mean they didn't try. No, I'm just more angry that I allowed myself to get caught like that. Well, hey, you know, take it out on uh, whoever you guys are going to be facing up against. Take it out on the Red Lotus. They took your bending. But, uh, any yawns and stretches, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna... That's my bed. He crawls into bed. And Jaeger and Kevin, while you guys are in your tents, what conversations are you guys having, or is it just kind of like collective silence? I am Taro's still passed out. Severely injured. So I'm probably <laughs> blacked out now. <laughs> but if Kevin wants to rant, like I'm I'm listening, just in an unconscious state, I guess. And hell, if Kevin still has any chi to give to heal. I have two more chi left, actually. Well, since there's not going to be a redemption, there's no reason why we shouldn't have a full rest. Meta joke, meta joke, meta joke. I pre- I'm going to burn the last two to uh, do healing water on a very injured Jaeger. <laughs> yep, a one HP Jaeger, I think. Uh, I had a... Uh, I left uh, the last game at 26, and I ended this one at 18. Okay, okay. first medicine check. I had my notepad open. I yes! couldn't shut down my computer for a week, Frog. That was so I could be consistent for you. Thank 23. You, I could also just write it down. <laughs> what, you think I have pen and paper in this house? You're right, you're right. Listen, I'm using <laughs> post-its. I'm using post-its and a mechanical pencil. Oh, the post-its app, of course. I could have got the post-its app. Yeah, the, I could have yeah, written it in my app, phone, too. You guys would have hear... been lost behind all my innuendos. You guys hear some tapping on the um, the flap, the front flap of your tent. Come in. Good. Aiden steps in. Aiden, I am so sorry for your for the loss of your bending. We will fix this. I actually came to apologize. I was more upset with myself than I was at the situation. And it does look like I will be accompanying you as you look for a way to help me restore my bending. And we will restore your bending. Jaeger grunts and stands up in the tent. Hold on. 
I immediately spin around as he's standing up. I gotta, I gotta indoctrinate you as an honorary White Lotus member real quick. Can you turn around? I, I pull out my scimitar. Uh-oh. And, well, do it swing thing. I hope you put, you put on pants. I can fire a bed real good. Please put on some pants. And I put my scimitar on his shoulder. And I say, in the name of the king. And I go over to the other shoulder. And the queen of St. George. And I tap the head. <laughs> and then I lay back down. In the you, distance, you hear trumpets. <laughs> oh my god. I guess, thank you. Cool. I lay down. And as he lay down, I, I have, wish I had my water to my hand. Heals the wound, like, yeah, I can... I can hear your physical bones, but mental? Nope. I mean, I almost lost mine, so I can totally see how that would be a very mentally breakening thing to happen. Well, since it didn't happen to you and you didn't lose anything of value, we'll just move on, shall we? You're right. I have lost nothing of value. But we will move on. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get your your sky bending powers back. And who knows, we might even make friends along the way. You claim to be White Lotus, yet your intelligence seems to be lacking, sir. Listen, flowers don't have brains. Those two don't correlate. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna send it. At the healing, healing hour, like, it is late, but I think I'm gonna see if there's any t- uh, tea. Some kind of, maybe a spot of tea before going to sleep. I think you're gonna love Mao. I am going to go for a walk, so I just wanted to come and say thank you again for, and I'm sorry, and I walk out the tents. Don't be I'm... sorry. And I'm looking over to Tara like, how's she still sleeping? Yep, like a baby. I give Tara a wet willy. Stays asleep. Gah. She is going to murder you if she ever finds out. But no, uh, roll me a perception check, guys. 10. It must be from the blackout pain I'm in because I rolled a 2. <laughs> Shout out to the 2 crew. Yeah, um, neither Jaeger, you don't really pay attention. You're not thinking about it. Uh, although you are ta- you are looking at Taro being asleep, the only thing on your mind is, how is she still asleep? But Kevin, you notice like her face is frowned a little bit. Like, she's not having a good dream right now. Like, something's going on in her dream. Must not be, she must not be having happy dreams. Oh, oh, Taro. Taro, it is always a pleasure in seeing you. How have you been? I've been quite peachy, as you know, since I am here. Yes. To be honest, I didn't expect this other guest when I invited Val into a spiritual connection with me. And you look at him and yourself, this is then when you realize that the two of you are in astral projection, but she is in full body form. Oh. What? Okay. And she just goes, it's interesting. I feel like more and more of your abilities seem to surface each time you come near anything spiritual. I mean, I don't really think I did anything that spiritual prior to going to bed, Yes, Val was just telling me about this place, this almost dream but not fully a dream that he was looking at, and you came in from. Sure did. Don't know why. Interesting. And she turns back to look at Val, and they are talking, but you don't hear anything. Almost like her being an airbender, she's casting some sort of airbending ability since she's in full body form to Val, and they're having a conversation with each other. Yeah, that's fair. I figured she'd do something like that. Valhalla, I don't mean to invade anything you're trying to keep private, but tell me again how you were able to build this dream she found herself in with you. Um, well, there was a burst of power from the Avatar, I think. I see. Go says... You can see from her face that she does not believe 
Val's answer here, as she knows Val's powers and limitations. Finally, after some silence, she says, Something tells me there's some unspoken piece of this puzzle at play, isn't there? Val looks down, uncomfortable, before finally saying, I met the kid the day of the attack. I was standing at the spirit portal when he showed up. Go nods and thinks for a moment before saying, Once we get Taro back home, it may be best that you and I speak again. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. She finally turns and looks at you, and she says, I think you play a bigger role than any of us could have ever predicted in what's going to come next. What does that even mean? Go. I appreciate all your crypticness, but it's very not helpful. Not very helpful. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. Don't you have a minus one in, like, charisma or something like that? Um, I do. But I rolled a 19, and you said persuasion? So just 19. A 19? (laughs) Oh, I just rolled a 19. That's almost a full die. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Go looks at you with this serious expression. You know, she usually has this blank face to her every time she talks, but her face does change to this serious look, and she looks over at Val, who then just nods ferociously uh, before she finally turns to you and says, You are right, and I believe given these new abilities that you show and possess, I think it is fair to give you a little more insight on the events that have been at play for some time. Tell me, Taro, have you heard of the Red Lotus? In passing, yeah. Back in Korra's time. Yes. They did not stop there. They went into hiding shortly after her experience with them. Started to form a group all their own. I have been on a mission to find who they are and what their plan is. And I believe... We've had a hand to play in this all along. Taro leans forward. And you see she um, flicks her wrist and you see these little tiny tornadoes form on the rock uh, between you two and shape themselves into people. Whoa. And as she's telling the story, these figures are moving with them. Uh, and whenever she needs more, she'll like flick the other wrist to bring more of these little tornadoes in and then dispel them once the once their part of the story is done. And she just uh, smiles when you said well and goes, oh, you liked that. It's yeah, nice I don't see you doing like crazy anything, hair yeah. often. You, oh, you, no, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> it's okay. I've only been in the spirit world as far as, as far as you've seen me or at the school. But yes, I'm actually quite an important character, I'll have you know. (laughs) Wasn't saying that. Go. Anyway. Do you mind if I continue? Yes, please. You see, I don't think that it's a coincidence that the four of you and the four of us teachers ended up eventually becoming this group, Team 2B. And as she's saying that, you do see the figures, like, four taller figures... Uh, seems to be the teachers and then four smaller figures seems to be you guys all exactly the same height and she <laughs> she continues and <laughs> says I think that there was a plan from the very beginning which only leads me to believe that there's an infiltration in the White Lotus now I'm not sure where this has been and for how long this infiltration has been on you for and as she's saying this you see you guys flying on a bison heading to this this uh, ghostly city made out of the air. Uh, from this distance, you remember this looks a lot like Baylong from the sky. And the little bison lands in Baylong, and she goes, But I believe it got its start. Your parts to play got to start from here. There must have been an inside force that was planning something here, making changes. Setting in motion 
what happened in Republic City. And as she says Republic City, you see an eye, you see like a stack of buildings just kind of materialize out of the air a good distance, like to her right. So like your far left to emphasize the distance between the two. And she goes, the attachment that you guys gained with the spirit there, do you remember? Yeah, I do. What was his name? Zahar. It put attention on you. I believe it was at that moment when the attention on us, the four, fi the four taller figures again, shifted to the attention on you four. Mm -hmm. And as she says that, the four taller ones shrink, and then the four of you rise. For you see, I believe if this is a game, or if they believe it to be so, you leveled up from pawns to bishops and knights. As for why, I'm still unsure. Do you have any idea who would have, who would have been pulling the strings? I don't think it'd be Ludini. No, I do not think Ludini had anything to do with it. It must have been someone else in that city that didn't expect you there. Hmm. Though I will not deny Dini's pockets were sure to have helped fuel these plans. But that is where I've drawn blanks. Time and time again. And you see these figures have now shifted to a small air version of herself um, jumping through like uh, aerial vines and stuff like that through you can assume would be like the the air version of a spirit world she's like showing herself go through these like adventures hoops and all these other things to try to find these answers as she says but everything has turned up blank and then hearing Iki and Janora were perhaps connected to the spirit world or if that's where they've been I began to search here and in our world explaining the moments that I was in this world compared to ours. And she turns to Val, and then Val just goes, <clears throat> There was a time when I spoke with Milo, and we tried to discover where his sisters were. I sensed them at the swamp. Or at least Iki. Janora, I couldn't tell where she was. She's not dead. Because if she were dead, I couldn't feel her at all. But I could sense her presence everywhere and nowhere at once. And then Go looks at you again and says, I believe if I were to put my head together with Iki and Janora's, we may come to a closer conclusion than what I have currently. But it is hard to find them. The spirit world is vast. And the area that connects this world to the swamp is dangerous. You see, Taro, where you stand right now is exactly where Republic City stands in our world. Oh. She's gonna look around. Every spot in the spirit world is a direct mirror of a location in ours. This leads to problems, though. We can't just astral project into the swamp. For you see, the swamp itself has a very spiritual energy. Almost as though it has its own rules own guidelines. I can't be sitting in the spirit world projecting into the swamp, expecting to land in the location I'm looking for. It seems to pull me away, if that makes sense. You'd have to physically go in there. Yes. But even then, it's a little dangerous. If you try to astral project into where the swamp is in the spirit world, from there, you may be propelled into a dangerous situation. And I, even with my power, cannot do it alone. Can you not get someone else to come with you? It is hard finding an airbender or anyone else that has the capabilities of going into the spirit world like I can. On top of that, those that are in the White Lotus, more specifically our schools, are unaware of what's happening. And I believe that's for the best. We don't know who is on the inside, if there is any at all. I've ruled out Torque, I've ruled out Sean and Vana. I've ruled out a few more, but they are all busy with their own lives as well. It's a fine balance in finding those that can 
follow these trails. With my student gone, this is my only mission left. I mean, I could, I could maybe go with you. And she just looks at you and says, It is dangerous to go as an astral projection, Tara. Oh, I didn't mean, like, right now. She nods. And then she says, Val will have a big part to play in this. Should you come across a member of a Red Lotus? Though I am still confused how you entered his painting in the first place. Yeah, I don't know that one either. That one's beyond my scope. She also shrugs. Oh, I was just fighting some people. I went to bed. Yes. In all this, I forgot to ask, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Have you learned any new abilities that you may possess? Um, I can kind of see, like, colors on people. Sometimes. When I do seismic sense. Yeah. Is this at will, or does this happen at random? Um, random. It's usually only ever when I'm doing seismic sense. Hmm. I don't know what the colors mean, but some people have blues and whites and gold. And Val speaks up and says, Oh, you're saying what the spirits see and people. What? Yeah. What do you mean? You're reading their spirit energy. Okay, spirits so what do the that. colors mean? Think like, uh, think of it as like being called spirit vision, basically. Spirit vision. Yeah. Right, and the colors are usually, uh, what is it? See, I only really see you guys. Blue is a spirit. Gold is a bender. I think gray is non-bender. And the avatar is an exception. They are, they are almost solid blue. Solid blue? Almost, yeah. Especially when they're in avatar form. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. I've heard from a few of the spirits that met the, the dark avatar. When they went into their avatar form, they were the solid red. The what? The, the dark avatar. You ever heard of them? That was like no. the anti-avatar that Korra had to fight a while uh, oh. years ago. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, they mm. go like a solid red. Mm. Well, I haven't seen any red so far. Tara, roll me a perception check. Oh, okay. Oh, that was actually not good. 17 plus 4, 21. You see something pierce right into Go's shoulder. Uh. And she twists back, wincing in pain. Uh, shocked, wasn't expecting that. Let's out a, a noise and then looks over in the direction that it came from and you see a swarm of giant spirit. They, to you, they look like wasps with mantis arms flying in y'all's direction. And she holds her shoulder and goes, ah, oh, this must be their territory. And she turns to you and, and Val and says, you guys need to get out of here. You are not in the physical apparition to fight. Okay, are Val, you gonna Val be okay? Grabs, Val grabs you and goes, Those types of spirits can eat your spirit energy. We are solid spirit right now. Okay, let's... Okay, yeah. Um, are you gonna be okay, Go? And you see she raises her hands, prepared to fight, uh, as a few others try to lunge. You see, because they are wasp-like creatures, they lunge their abdomen towards you, and it shoots out, like, a beam of, like, a blue energy ray as it comes coursing forward to you. And just before it reaches you, a gust of wind blows it to the side and then it fades away into the spectral energy, spectral sparkles. And she just goes and she just looks at you and says, run, get out of here. Uh, yep, uh-huh. I'm gonna grab Val's hand thing. Wow. <laughs> get us out of here. I, 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 I can't, I need to focus. I need, to, I need to put us back into the, into the dreamscape. Okay, then do that. Uh, cover me. Okay. Well, I need you to roll initiative. Oh, no. I can't fight here. I'm a spirit. And we'll see where you land in the initiative order next time on Dicebender's D&D. That's fun. Is Go gonna die? Are you gonna die? Are you gonna be eaten by uh, spirit wasps? Uh... 
I go. I hope not. Did you say go? I hope not. Yeah, it wasn't a good <laughs> joke. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of this episode. Go. I hope. Not. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Book 2, Chapter 5. Oh, go! If you liked our show and would like to show us some support, feel free to drop by our Discord, We Roll Dice, where we also put, every once in a while, uh, bloopers from the previous week's chapters, as well as where you can find the Elemancer classes. You can also always give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on social medias at DiceBendersDnd. Thank you for listening, everybody, and subscribe for more shenanigans. A stamp is punched down on an envelope, marking it with a UPEN white lotus symbol, and is shifted to a bin designated for outgoing mail. A tough figure sits at the desk, his lotus tattoo wrapped up with a tattered and partially burned white lotus sash. Torque leans back in his new office chair as he looks outside to the students training during class, their teacher watching them closely and fondly. He reminisces on the days he used to do the same with his student, the one he hadn't considered how much he'd miss after she went off on her mission to headquarters. He misses Taro, and thinks of Jaeger as he looks down at the sash he's worn since the day of his former teacher's memorial was made some time ago a short distance from the school. He looks out a sigh, and is broken from this trip down memory lane as an airbender woman in attire like that of the southern water nation, hair partially covering the arrow on her head, and a large stern pair of gray eyes walks in. Torque puts on his signature smile and says, Lowly, to what do I owe the pleasure this fine evening? She breaks her stern demeanor only to raise an eyebrow to him. Torque, you know all too well I am to be referred to as my title here, as stated in the Master Lotus letter handed to you on my arrival. Torque lets out a sigh before readjusting his smirk and says, Oh, great and mighty leader, wise and powerful dean of the United Provinces, lowly, to what do I owe the pleasure? She lets out a very heavily annoyed sigh to this, unamused by his attitude. Torque, if I recall, it was you who chose to step down from this position because you decided you couldn't handle it anymore. The only reason you're even still here is because the teachers have a fondness for you. Now, I would prefer to see some seriousness out of you, otherwise I could have you transferred out to the Southern Water Tribe School. You know where Vana is. I hear you two have a lot to talk about. Torque internalizes his frustration and sadness by this comment behind a smirk. Ah, oh, come on, Loli. Learn to lighten up a little, huh? Can an assistant crack a joke or two with their superior? Silence echoes in the room until finally she hands him a letter that she's written and sealed herself with the dean's mark and says, This is to go straight to HQ. Make sure they get it. He reaches for the envelope with an air of gusto as he says, You know, Loli, if you ever wanted to go out for a drink or sometime, I know just the spot I don't mind. drink. I'm not interested, and most importantly, Torque, you're not my type. Ah, you're too quick to judge. I'm not asking for any other reason than it'd be good for the Dean and the Assistant to get to know each other more. I know almost nothing about you, Loli, and I think it's good to form that kind of relation in those in management. Why else do you think everyone here liked me? A brief pause from Loli before saying, just make sure that letter gets sent out in the morning, Torque. She then turns to leave, heading towards the door before Torque says, Grand Lotus. She stops. Looks back with confusion as he explains, 
You called them Master Lotus. They don't like being called that. It's always been Grand Lotus. Do you need me to go through this letter to fix any possible name mistakes? No, Tork. It was a simple slip of the tongue is all. The letter is fine. She says as she opens the door. No need to open that. It's official Dean to Grand Lotus business. Which makes it above your rank now. With the door shutting on the last word to let it fill the air. Tork tosses it into the pile of mail just like the rest of them. But he can't help but continue to stare at it as the cogs in his head turn, his feet touching the ground.